I was hearing there was like a speech somewhere. It was like not just faces, but your hands too. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I think I, you told me this. Was I telling you? Did guys? I tell you this? I, I don't know. One, One of the two. Yeah. I have told you. Told me that's usually how. Yeah. <laughs> Our brains work sometimes. But in any case, you know, people's minds, if they can't see your hands, they think you have like a knife under the table or something. <laughs> That's, it's like, I don't know. Everything, I really explain everything's like the primitive mind, right? We're still, yeah, still cavemen. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back uh, to Mortgage Tech Talks. I'm your host, Tom, with my co-host, Massimo, here. Coming back from a long weekend uh, here in Canada. I think most folks listen are probably in Canada. But for those of you friends to the South, we have our Thanksgiving in October for whatever reason. We do it differently than than the Americans do. I actually don't know why. Do you know what? I don't either. <laughs> I, I do okay. know that we don't have Black... Is Black Friday near Thanksgiving? I think so. Yeah, 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 it is. We don't don't have that craziness. Uh, We have something up here. Well, most of you are Canadian, but called Boxing Day. And it's a little crazy, but not too bad. So, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where we just try to be different just for the sake of it. Yeah. You know, it's like New Zealand and Australia where it's like, no, no, we aren't Americans. We are Canadians. And we have to grow quicker up here. Okay, that's it. They take a little longer down there. So. Yeah, we have, instead of watching, uh, I still actually watch NFL, but I think you watch CFL. Yeah, which, I do. Yeah. You know, from Hamilton, for all those that are in here, it's not the greatest year, but we have the great cup this year. It's probably going to be Toronto play in Hamilton. But anyway, so yeah, I watched the CFL a little bit. I kind of have to living in Hamilton. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I mean, for those, you know, coming from, I was in Calgary one summer. I know the Stampeders were huge. I know Saskatchewan, the Rough Riders are yeah. huge, the Blue Bombers. For whatever reason, though, I think Toronto is the least profitable CFL team, which is just crazy. Yeah. But I think we just got the Raptor. Yeah. Too many pro teams. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I think they're like eight and two or 10 and two, the Argos. Yeah. It's going to get crazier. They're probably going to go to the Grand Prix Cup, as we call it. So, yeah. There you go. All right. Well, back to business, I guess, here. So, what I want to talk about this week uh, is well, actually, it's not even a topic, it's an instruction. And it's for all the mortgage brokers out there, mortgage professionals out there. And what that instruction is, is to use video now. And for Freddie, throw in some like lightning bolts or I don't know, some make that sound ominous and important and scary. I think you did a good job there. But... Okay. Yeah. 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 But... Just, just me naturally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But use video now. Use video now, and and I think it's it's growing way more beyond a, a luxury to something that you know we're seeing the top top brokers doing. They're doing it in many parts of their business, and so if you're still sitting on the sidelines saying mm, I don't know, and I uh, get you know nervous in front of the camera and all those different types of things, you know it's it's not really it's going to be less and less of an excuse because you know very quickly it's going to be part of everyone's day to day. At least that's my my take on it. So I thought this time, instead of, you know, talking about maybe the pros and cons and all that, maybe we could get in that in the end, but instead, maybe I thought we'd start with just some examples, right? I think this is a good, you know, to get some people's minds running when they're saying, okay, you know, maybe I need to be using video, but where do I even start? What do I do? What, what would be a good way that I can just start using video? So with that mass, I mean, do you have some examples? Do you have some ways you use video? What have you seen people use successfully? Yeah, we, we've dabbled with it for a few years now, a number of years, actually. And I mean, it can be used in a lot of different ways. One of the ways that comes to mind is for introduction, 
for someone you ever met, let's say if you're doing some cold calling or reach outs on LinkedIn or just even a friend of a friend that you haven't talked to in a while and you know you're not going to get them on the phone and you don't want to set up a Zoom meeting or whatever, there's all kinds of tools out there. We personally use Loom. Yeah. It's not an ad. It's a great tool though. And you can very quickly, I think Loom's tagline is a video is worth a thousand words. Yeah. And it, it's crazy how much you can get done in that video. It really personalizes your approach with the client. They can see your facial expression. It's much better than email or text or whatever. And you can explain a lot more in one to two minutes than you could in yeah. a very long email. Yeah. So that's one way I, so, I've seen it used. So yeah. would you do like a, do you have like a standard introduction email? So, hey, my name's Massimo and I'm a mortgage broker. That's what I do. Or do you personalize it? And can you even do, like, how do you even go about doing that if you want to do a standard versus a more personalized approach. Yeah, I mean, you can technically do both. I've seen both. I personally do a bit more of a personalized approach where I will re-record a video depending on the client. I guess depending on the objective. If I'm trying to get someone as a new client, I'll maybe look up their LinkedIn, read their website, and then in the video actually be scrolling through their website or their LinkedIn. So immediately- On their Facebook page. Or their Facebook, yeah. yeah. And so then it immediately creates- a sense of, oh, you did your homework or you actually know about me. You, everyone gets these spam emails. Hey, Massimo, like I, I want to buy this or that or whatever. And so now you can really step it up a notch. But if you're looking for more of a mass approach, there are ways to do that too through CRM softwares where you can actually embed. You can't embed the whole video. That's impossible in an email, but you can embed like a GIF. So it, it's like, GIF? it, what does it stand for? Uh, I don't know what it stands for. I, I can explain it, but it's graphical something. Anyways, it, it's basically like usually a one to three second little short clip that repeats. It's uh, like a moving picture. Yeah. Right. Like boomerang for all of you young people uh, where on Instagram or whatever. But yeah, it's just like a little moving picture that's clickable and then it can open the video. So that's probably the most common way to embed something. Again, the open rates and all of that go through the roof when you start. Yeah. Yeah, what I see what a lot of people do successfully is, yeah, like you said, okay, maybe a realtor has reached out saying, hey, you know what, Massimo, you really need to reach out to John. He needs some help with this or that. My first email is great to do very personal, right? So pull up John's Facebook page. It's there on your screen. You're recording saying, hey, John, I looked into it. I see you're living in, in Toronto here, you know, from my realtor contact that you're interested in this or that. This is how I can help. This is what I can do. You know, give me a call back and, and do that sort of thing. And it works really, really well. And then what I see after that, maybe one, maybe two personal videos, is people then say, okay, well, maybe John's not that interested. And so for, you know, emails three, four, five, I'm going to get it on autopilot a little bit more. I'm just going to have a standard video that I like to, that's a bit more generic and that can just be on autopilot. So you got to balance the the effort to the, yeah, I guess the effort to the to the outcome, right? Correct. So I put that effort in up front and then and then you know you can kind of have that tail of following up just in case John maybe he's is busy or something like that. And I mean, especially with introductions too, it's you know, especially in this virtual world, people like seeing people's faces, right? Yeah. It's like I was hearing there was like a speech somewhere where it's like not just faces, but your hands too. Like think, Oh yeah. I think I, you told me this. Was I telling you Did this? I, tell you this? I, I don't know. What are the two? I told you told me. That's usually how Yeah. <laughs> Our brains work sometimes. But in any case, you know, people's minds, if they can't see your hands, they think you have like a knife under the table or something. <laughs> That's It's like, I don't know, everything. I really explain everything's like the primitive mind, right? We're still, yeah, still cavemen. And so, you know, getting a video out there with your hands, with your face, doing facial expressions, it just, it really helps. And I think 
you know, especially as a broker, this what I always say is that, you know, these types of very personal things, this is how you differentiate from a bank. It's like someone reaches out to RBC saying, hey, you know, does the RBC line come on and do a video? Like, that doesn't make any sense, right? Where if you reach out to Tom, John reaches out to Tom, and then Tom responds with a very personal video, then that goes a much longer way, right? So that's another, I think, really important thing about it is it's how you can differentiate versus what I think is the main competitor for brokers is is just the banks, right? Yeah, and going down that whole like caveman pass or or whatever, how we oh, we go down the rabbit hole here, <laughs> yeah, maybe for five seconds. But I mean, the when you think about it, it's like when someone sends you a video in an email or however it's sent. Naturally, like you think about it in real life, if you're talking to someone face to face, which isn't video but it's close, it's harder for you to turn them down or to say right. go away or whatever versus an email or a text, right? And so automatically it feels like they took another step. They were almost in person per se, and it just gets a conversation going. And at the very least, when we've tried this from a sales lead marketing perspective, they at least answer and say, I'm not interested versus the other alternative where they just spam you or whatever. So uh, it definitely is a really, really cool method. And if you haven't looked at any of these tools, Loom isn't the only one. There's tons of them out there. And they're so quick and easy to use and share and embed. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, of course, like all these things, we live in the Amazon world where it's, you know, one click and I'm it. And honestly, that's what a lot of these tools have gotten to. Loom, BombBomb being another one that we see. Yeah, I mean, even for us, like we, I just use personally for a lot of the videos I do for more on my social side of things Mm. is uh, just my phone. Yeah. Right. I mean, we use it. It's so funny because, you know, in our personal lives, we have no problem getting out the phone and you know, maybe it's just filming our day at the park or whatever it might be, but we're very comfortable with that. But as soon as we cross that threshold into a business relationship, people get a little scared, which I don't think logically adds up. And I think a lot of people who start doing video realize that where hey, it's really similar to what I'm doing already on my personal space. Why don't I just do it on the business side of things and, and get these added benefits? No, totally agree. So I guess maybe taking it a, a step further, another one that I've seen quite a bit, which honestly, I like quite a bit. And I think, again, I've seen a lot of successful brokers doing that is just really helping with explaining complex tasks. And again, this is where a tool like Loom, and maybe even BombBomb, even more so than your phone becomes useful, because then you can start sharing your screen. Yeah. So the one I'll do one example, and then I don't know if you have other ones, Mass, but the one I've really liked is just kind of like qualification amounts, right? Pre-approval amounts. What am I pre-approved for? So you reach out to a client or a client reaches out to you, send some basic docs about income. You're able to load that up in your deal submission platform, calculate it, whatever you use, Venmo, Phylogics, Velocity, Boss, whatever it is. You get a number. Okay. They're pre-approved for 400,000. And then they email back and say, what the heck? I thought it'd be, you know, qualified for way, way more. Well, what's going on? Well, then what I've seen a lot of people do really well with Loom is literally share their screen, open it up and walk them through it and say, hey, you know what? I went down to your liabilities and you have a massive car loan or you have a lot of credit card debt or whatever it is. And if you see, I'm going to turn this massive credit card debt into zero. So I'm going to take it from whatever it was to zero. And then 400,000 just turned into 600,000, right? So it's a very powerful where they can actually see in the calculator the cause and effect, right? I changed this input about me and now my qualification amount is has changed and 
walking them through, you know, many different factors as it relates to that qualification. Yeah. I mean, the the other one that comes to mind that I've seen a lot of brokerages do is is near closer to the end of the process. So the mm-hmm. signing package. Oh, yeah. Traditionally, that was a meeting held at the Tim Hortons. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at an office or the office, whatever. Usually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you'd sit down and these packages, I mean, all of you know that are listening, if you're a broker, they can be, I don't know, 20, 40 pages sometimes. So what you can do, similarly with Loom, probably not on your phone, you you want to do this on Loom or something like that, where you can share screen and you walk through it and talk about all the clauses because that you know where they're going to get confused. You tell them, okay, this is where you sign. These are the clauses. This is the amortization schedule for a new buyer. They might not even really understand what that is. And so you can explain all of that. And here, go ahead. Well, I was just say as part of the signing package too, and here's your insurance, right? You yeah. see, you know, for those out there using MPP, we've seen some people use Simply Insure, we've seen some people use Prosper. That's one that chips up people all the time. What's this insurance in here? What's the signing package? And, you know, for some people, it's, you know, the explanation is, you know, it's just part of part of the process and you just have to accept or decline. It's up to you. But other people even turn it into a sales opportunity in itself, right? People who are really think that insurance is a good idea and want to provide that for their customers. You know, that video aspect is a lot better than somewhere buried in the email that yeah. they might have sent over, right? Yeah, and it, it kind of opens up a couple doors for you. Like one, if you're the type of person who works late at night or early in the morning when you're not going to get a meeting with your client, you can make these videos and they can watch it on their own time, which a lot of people appreciate now. And the part I like about it, one of the big parts is it can be, since it's recorded, it can be played back. And so that's a lot more effective right. than a phone call. Even a phone call. Yeah. Like the clients aren't going to take notes all the time and all that. So you could just say, hey, watch this. You can play it back at any time. It's there forever. They can check it in a month if their payments go up. Like what's been happening these days, they can go back and be like, what did the video say about that again? And so it's kind of forever green per se. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really powerful with it as well. Totally. totally. Yeah. Okay. I guess any other examples and then we can talk about we've honestly already kind of gotten into the pros and cons of it and and those sorts of things but i guess anything else that comes to mind as it relates to different examples you know different different good examples you've seen you know good teams do as it relates to video i've seen the first one that comes to mind is more on the retention and renewal side i've seen people send videos partway through the client's journey of their mortgage and the videos are kind of relatable to their mortgage. Maybe I've seen some people do it like based on the locale, whether it be province or city, kind of saying, okay, these are the market trends in this city and highlighting certain things and sending that out in email blast. I've also seen people do it more personal, be like, hey, Jim, you're nine months through. Like at this time, you're usually thinking about this. That could take a lot of work if you have a lot of clients, but that goes a long way. And now the clients feel like you're personally sending them something throughout their journey. So those are kind of the two examples I, I've seen people do, yeah. I like to think the renewal almost like the reverse of a lead, right? So if let's just say, I know like in Blue Mortgage, we have the seven month, five month, three months, yeah. right? So starting seven months out, maybe start with the lowest touch, maybe that pre-canned yeah. video. And if they go for it, great, right? And so you've done that with least work. And then maybe at the five month, that's when you do the personal video, right? And you get into it a bit more. And then maybe in the three month, that's when you're calling them every day saying, you know, what the heck is going on? So it's almost, if you think about what we were talking about the leads, it's almost almost like the reverse of that. That's true. Yeah, definitely. The only other one I have to do is, you know, of course, just current events. And, you know, the one that has kind of dominated the news in 2023 has been just rate changes, <laughs> right? So, you know, again, whether it's something that you want to make generic, the good thing about these generic type announcements, sure, you could blast your entire database with it, but you could also even put it on social media. 
right? Which is which is really nice. So, and that's one that could even be your phone, right? So, I pull out my phone and I just give my opinion, right? Okay, they changed this. This is why they did it. This is what it means. Blah blah blah. And, you know, I've seen a lot of success with that. You know, you're the person who's bringing them information, arming them with the information to make the best decisions. And ultimately that's about being that trusted advisor to your clients and not just to your clients, but even to your realtor partners or your centers of influence. You know, you get out there, you stay topical, stay top of mind for people. They're going to come back to you as as these things come up. And of course, when you're scrolling through your LinkedIn, a nice video is going to be a lot lot more powerful. It's a lot more engaging. Oh yeah. And a lot of these apps, like you keep mentioning phone, like Instagram and TikTok, I think you can only upload on your phone. And oh, so, really? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I they, yeah, yeah. So they're <laughs> they're phone first applications, and definitely on phone, it's very easy. The cameras are really good. The mics are really good, and it's super quick and easy to to just bang it out. Yeah, yeah get it out there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've talked about a bunch of these. Unless you had any other kind of no, I think that's yeah. I mean, and, and there honestly is probably a lot more that we haven't talked about, but. These are the ones that I guess are top of mind for us. We see people doing right now and, and doing it successfully. Well, we talked a bit about, we've kind of been touching on throughout it, uh, you know, why you should be doing these things. So, but I guess anything we didn't touch on, like, is there, you know, maybe just not in the examples, any other reason? Or, I mean, I do think those examples do a pretty good job. The only other thing that, you know, I can think of too, is it it actually helps you develop your, I guess, public speaking skills, I could say. Yeah. Especially if you're like a new agent, maybe you're only jumping on the phone, I don't know, once a week or so. And so that phone call becomes really, really scary. Right. Oh God, God, you know, I got to talk to this realtor, this, that. But if you're getting out your phone every single day, you're talking, you're talking about relevant things, you're providing good value, you're, you you know, providing informed, informed information. Is that even makes sense? But (laughs) If you're providing that regularly, then it just becomes kind of second nature. Instead of psyching yourself up and these things become scary, they become just part of your routine, right? Yes. Yeah. It really helps with that. Now, I mean, just another one on why would you use it? And this one's maybe a bit more blunt, but like that's how people learn these days. Think of the biggest apps in the world. TikTok is all video. Snapchat Amazing. is all video. YouTube yeah. is the second largest search engine and may take over as the largest, maybe. Think of anyone in the generation 30 and under, for example, when they want to learn something, they go to YouTube. I mean, yeah. typically. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the way people learn is video. And yes, they're getting shorter and more concise and our attention spans, et cetera. I'm not an expert on all that. But the point there is this is how people learn. And so don't pretend they're going to learn by reading. They're going to learn by watching. And they want you to send them. Video. Right. Yeah. I think we've talked about on previous podcasts where it's like meet your customer where yeah, they are exactly right so yeah. in the context of okay if they like to text text them if they like to email email them if they like phone calls phone call them well this is this is another just a continuation of that if they like to watch videos give them videos right because there's there's more and more choice every day and the more you can make them not flex and you flex towards them that's just going to make you that much more appealing and think across of a, all their different options think of the one half hour call or one hour call you would have for a signing package as an example, you could probably bang out three to five videos in that hour talking about different signing packages. And I just did five meetings when you used to do one. For in example. Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it, there, there's time benefits on your end. You might be thinking, oh, I got to make a video. It's going to take a while, et cetera. But really, it, it often saves you time going back and forth on email threads and then hopping in a call, then in a formal meeting, et cetera. Yeah, it's it's just crazy, right? I think, I don't know, especially it depends on the client, of course, yeah. too. But some people just... 
you know, the difference between like a visual, oh, that's, that's what it is. I mean, this is a little out of context, but for us in our business, you know, supporting people who use Blue Mortgage, the difference when we type up, well, you know, this is why this is happening and you need to do this to fix it. And it can be a paragraph or two, whereas I just open up Bloom, quick, do a 30 second video, maybe a minute video. It takes me way quicker to even film it and it's way more impactful for the client. So it's just one of those things that kind of feeds itself. Once you start, you're, you're not going to want to stop. Yeah. So I guess just to wrap up, I guess any kind of final tips again, this we kind of been talking throughout this as it relates to, you know, maybe Loom, BombBomb, those are more desktop based apps that you can use, you know, your phone, maybe using Instagram. Is there anything else? Like, should people be buying, you know, I've talked to one broker who is like, well, I can't get started because, you know, the camera on my computer sucks or right. I don't have a mic or I don't have one of those fancy ring lights. There is what a bit of that? Yeah, yeah, there is a bit of a setup. I I probably go more hardcore than most. Um, but in general, like, what's your setup? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have a hundred and fifty dollar uh, camera, and honestly, a lot of them cost around that. Is uh, like a four K. Uh, like, yeah, it's a Logitech yeah. one, four yeah, okay. K wide angle. It's got speakers on it, but I also bought a nice mic, noise canceling. That was another few hundred bucks. So, like, really, that's all you need: a camera yeah. and a microphone. And you don't even have to go that hardcore. I mean, that's probably at the higher spectrum of hardcore. If you're just starting out, you could use your Mac camera for the looms and all that. But I would encourage you to invest sooner than later in a nice camera. Just in general with this virtual world, it does make a difference. And just little things like have a spot in your house where it's just not all cluttered and all that stuff anywhere or everywhere. And don't use the blurs. We used to use the blurs behind you. But honestly, we found and we heard from different people that Similar to the hand thing. It's the hand talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, what are they hiding behind <laughs> yeah, that yeah, blur, exactly. right? So yeah. uh, we, we don't use blurs, even if there is a, I don't know, a kid walking in the background or whatever. But in general, decent camera, decent microphone. They're so popular now, especially during COVID and all of that. Everyone was buying them. So they're, they're very affordable. Yeah, they're getting there. And yeah, I think, yeah, definitely the blur. You know, I always tell the story how I was, you know, was doing Zooms, I guess, more so so doing that side of things opposed to pre-recorded videos. But I'd get, especially in sales call, people, you know, picking up things in my background. Oh, what's that? I have, I'm right next to a bookshelf. What's that cookbook? Oh, you got your golf clubs out, right? Where are you going golfing this weekend? So as much as you can recreate that almost office feel without, you know, the burden of actually drive to an office and do it, I think, I think the better, as long as it's not cluttered, like, like Mass said. And, you know, there are those things like Mass talked about all these things. For me, I just started doing some videos. I just had like a head, like the Jabra headset oh yeah, have. yeah yeah and and that's where i started it's a pretty good mic to be yeah. honest and it picks it up pretty well but that's all i had like i didn't go out and think about it and say hey, what's you know survey all the mics on the market maybe try them out and do that you know you also got to just kind of start and for me in my experience it's been a funny thing because yeah it looks a little goofy my wife calls it the air traffic controller so i got these headset and the boom mic but it honestly generate a little bit of a reputation for me i think i started filming and then six months later we had a trade show and you know oh, yeah, it's like yeah. hey tom where's where's the headset right i'm yeah. so used to seeing you you do your videos with the headset it looks weird without it so you know you never know where these things go for better or for worse as it relates to doing these videos and so you know don't over don't overthink it too right get get the basics right get a decent camera like mass get some basics and if you're already there you know if you have like a macbook like we have it probably kind of already has all that stuff just go for it just start running yeah. as i said from the beginning less of a tutorial more of a instruction a command to <laughs> use use video now 
Um, I, again, I think it's just going to serve you now and in the long run. Anything, I guess, in, in closing, Mass, from your end? No, I would just echo what you said, like get started. At the end of the day, a client isn't going to email you and say, hey, your camera was a bit fuzzy, but I appreciate all the info about the uh, signing package. They're just going to say thanks. And I mean, yeah, uh, it, it, or they're not going to say it was fuzzy. Let's stop working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So <laughs> it, it's never, don't don't overcomplicate it. It, it was kind of like our how techie should you be podcast. It's just like, just get in there, start using it. Don't be scared. Honestly, this is the way the world's going with video, at least the younger generation. So you should be prepared. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that wraps up another fantastic episode of Mortgage Tech Talks. Please remember to subscribe, share with your friends. But as always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your time and attention. Bye for now.